podcast. Son Jesus down here to die for us and teaching us the ways. And with the ways of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you fill our heart with constant love, joy, and understanding, and knowledge, and also wisdom, Lord. Father God, if we could have it all, we'd have it all, Lord. But we have you, and we thank you for everything that you give us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. step in life is to give yourself to God. Many people think that it's untrue. We should keep a spiritual dishonor and desire to keep on doing your fast. You may find that it's beneficial to be a disciple of the Lord. You have to maintain for the rest of your life. Keeping the Lord steadfast in your heart. We have an accurate record, meaning the Bible, of everything that has taken place upon this earth. Lord, we thank you for your insight that we gain from fasting and feel, and that we converse with our friend Jesus. See, there's so many times in our lives that we don't even want to accept the love of God. But we have to embrace not only God, we have to embrace, cultivate, diversify, and fulfill God's purpose. We have to live biblically and spiritually, and we have to be empowered. But we have to study to live the word of God. We got to live with the spirit leading. And we lead with our own lives. I want you to go to witness. I want you to go to gather. I want you to group work. I want you to grow disciple. I want you to give and I want you to serve. Go witness. Go worship. Group connect. Go disciple. Give and serve. It's the things that we have to do today. story about a man who had everything afforded to him. Now, anything that he wanted in life, it was no secret he could have. There was nothing hid from him. One of his brothers came and could not approach him because of the crowd. Somebody said, your brother and your brothers are standing outside. Do you see? To see But he answered and said to him, my mother and brother are those who hear the word of God and do it. 
see who the mothers and brothers is. We are the ones who hear the word of God. Some of us want to lag our tail. Some of us want to forget what God has brought us through after he has brought us through. You know what it's like when God gives you a second chance in life. When you know that it was over. Don't you understand? That if the Lord wanted you dead, you have been weeping in your grave. But we have to stand strong in this hour and we have to fight the willies of the devil. We had to fight it through our strength and into our heart. And we had to hold on to the blood stained banner. That means nothing that we do here on earth gets us into heaven. It's our faith in the blood of Jesus that covers us. And we walk with God. We talk with him on this endless journey. But the ones who are on the rock, who they hear receive the word with joy. These have not root who believe for a while. It's time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life bring no fruit to mature, but the one that fell on the good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. The one, he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel, or puts it under a bed, and sets it on the lampstand, that those who enter may see the light. Today, that's what we need y'all to see the light. See that we are on a spiritual battle and we're working for our God. See, this is not an easy, easy battle that we're coming across because there's such thing as addictive behavior, such as coffee, alcohol, food, drugs, education, wealth, power. Work, relationships, nicotine, gambling, shopping. According to some, reaches more than 10 million people in the United States alone are negatively affected by the toxic substance, according. So, if we know that many things which addict us are good in themselves, such as food, sex, money, work, etc. All these are wonderful blessings if used under the guidance for the design. And in my experience, these guidelines are best found in Scripture. Thy, however, is usually affected negatively by addictions. We have only to note the harmful effects of alcohol, eating disorder, drugs, and smoking. These things are the things that hells us back. Now say just for a minute that if I change my hair, would I be a son of God? If I change my clothes, if I change my walk, if I change my talk and I go to church and I pay my tithes and offer, would that still make me a child of God? In one instant it does make it where you get into the kingdom of heaven. But in one instant, it does not mean 
then you will making it to the king of hell. So we had to work, and we had to strive, and we had to gather, we had to grow, we had to give ourselves to the Lord. Because we are in the windstorm. And our back is against the wall. And we know what it's like to be out here. Homeless, broke. In the wilderness is what I would say. But imagine them people, rich people who've had money all their lives. Who've had their way all their lives. And found out late in life that they had to bow down to something greater than themselves. See, I don't know about you, but I know that God is real. He walks with me. He talks to me. He struggles with me. The Lord, he allows my burdens to be a little more light. So when in the wilderness, we have to realize that demons are all around us. And that he will not command them to go away command them to go out into the abyss so if that means go out into the abyss means that the devil he wants you in hell God says step into the marvelous light means that that marvelous light is a light that we all have to go for it's a tunnel and one day we will also meet completion Knowing that I will meet completion one day, I want to know that I have made up with my maker and that I have done what the Lord has told me to do. So it's time to start sharpening your mind, sharpening your skills, listen, read, meditate. Take these words upon your heart to be a beacon, to be a light, and allow your light to shine amongst people. For they didn't know that you are a child of the living God. And that somebody might be impressed. Somebody might even want to mimic. But we want them to mimic what the Lord has did for us. We want them to know that God has brought us out. And that if God can bring me out, I know that he can bring you out too. And I want to work with you podcast members to be brought out of your chair. Because we're in the chair. We're scared. We're scared to eat foods. We're scared to live life. But you only have one life. And I want you to understand. That it's time out for all this faking. And lying and fronting that you love the Lord. And really love the Lord. It's time that we stop faking church. And really have church. The Lord said he is looking for a church without spotting the blemish. And I would like for the Lord praise to do that. He's looking for a new thing. So if God is looking for a new thing, that means he wants us to change the old ways that's within us. Don't you know that when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that we are joint heirs to the throne? If that means that we are joint heirs, that means we are God's children. And we must represent him. And what we're doing is not representing. We are one with God. We're not listening to God. We're being rebellious. And God don't like his children rebellious. So if you turn the deaf ear to the Lord, the Lord, he'll turn the deaf ear to you. You say, Lord, Lord, but the Lord, he'll know you not. 
you understand no matter what you did and I know I ain't wrong this far to be turned all the way around when I get to heaven's door I want to know that I'm going to see his face face to face and the angels is going to take me up and sign my name up on the Christian wall because I know that my name will be written because I read, I understand, and I love, and I approach God with understanding that I will fall. But I ask the Lord every time that I fall that he help me get up. Some people like to just lay there in their muck, and their filth. Some people are happy the way they are. They don't want you to change. You know, have you ever went into someone's house, and their house was nasty, and you picked up a room, and everybody in the house was insulted that you wanted to clean up the house? Let me understand you. Let me make you understand that we are a beacon in the light, and we have to be an example. You cannot be complaining about the conditions of someone else's house. As a child of God, why don't you get up off your feet and help that person? Because that person needs your help. And it does not do any good when you ridicule a person, put them down, mock them for serving the name of God. What you on? That's what my word today is, what you on? You know, you got to realize, what do you on when you get up early in the morning and you don't pray to the Lord? What are you on when you cry, you won't even call out his name. And when you desire life, you will lose it. Whoever loses life for God's sake will save it. For what profit is it a man that he gains the whole world and is in himself destroyed or lost? For whoever's ashamed of God and his words of him, the son of man, will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory, and his fathers, and other holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Do you understand that? You know, if it come to pass, in eight days after these saying, they went up into the mountain, and they prayed. They prayed the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. Behold, two men talking who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of the deceased where he was about to accomplish at the Jerusalem. But Peter and those with him were heavy with sleep, and when they were fully awake, they saw his glory. Can you imagine that? These people saw the Lord's glory. These people saw the Lord's miracle to see how he carried nothing for himself. Everything that he did was, everything that he had was to bless others. And all that you have, you have to bless others. Do you understand? When I talk about this word, tithes and offerings, people begin to lose heart. No. Tithes could be your time. Your offering could be time if you know that with time that you can heal don't you deserve to heal don't you think you deserve that time don't you think that it is time for you to walk with the Lord we've done all this 
seeing can offer. You know what? When you seeing so long, you get tired of seeing. You tired of you, you get tired of people stealing from you. You get tired of people lying to you. You get tired of people trying to punk and intimidate you. You get tired of selling drugs and people calling you all times of the night. You get tired of these things. See, I'm telling you what you're getting tired of. You're tired of seeing. You're tired of no rules and regulations. See, I don't know about you, but I want rules to not be so abrasive with my mouth and utilize it for good. See, I want to be used in the way that I'm doing something that is self-sufficient to the Lord. And I want y'all to know that as a Christian, you get to the point you want to run for Jesus. And when you run for him, you have to come up out of the mud. Understand that there's woes in this world, things that we should not do. You know what it is that you shouldn't do. And you know what it is that the Lord have it for you to do. Now, I don't know about you again, but I know within time, I rather, <laughs> excuse me. Well, with time, I'd rather have a foot in the door than I have a foot in the door in the house of the Lord. I know how his spirit works. I know how his spirit moves. I know that you cannot hold fire. I know that your heart is full of greed and wickedness and foolishness. You have indeed all these things and you still don't want to clean up. But we had to clean up. We had to tithe. We had to offer sacrifices to the Lord. What is eloquent and pleasing in his sight. See, you want to help somebody along the way. If you haven't helped nobody and you haven't told nobody, then you fully couldn't say you're a Christian. You can say you're a babe in Christ, but you can't say that you're a full Christian walking. For we are to gather. And we are to tithe. And we are to offer. Because we've done enough. And when you're tired and you're sick and tired, you have to cast all this up on the Lord. Some people don't want to cast their problems onto the Lord. But your problems are right away. They reek of the stench of sin. If God abhors sin, then you should abhor too. I want y'all to understand that we have worked too hard and we have come too far by faith to turn around. I don't know about you, but I cannot turn around after expressing to you on the podcast that I seek the Lord. He walks with me and he talks to me and he reveals things to me. So God wants us to gather our multitude of people so they won't trample on one another. We have to work harder and harder to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. 
but don't you understand what affirmity means? That means fire, brimstone. Can you imagine that we are spirit? How will we burn eternity? See, that's when you have to take the text to what it is. I came to send fire on earth, and how I wish I were already kindled. But I have a baptismal to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I will tell you, not at all, but rather division. For from now on, five and one houses will be divided, three against two and two against three. Father will be divided against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Then he said to the multitude, whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming. And so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot weather. And there it is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth. But how is it that you do not discern this time? Yes, and why even of yourselves do you not judge what is right when you go with your adversary to the magistrate? Whatever effort along the way to settle with him, lest he drag you to the judge, to deliver you to the officer and the officer throw you in the prison I tell you you should not park you there till you have paid the very last might you know what I'm saying so there was a present at, the, at that season some told him about the Galileans who blood piling it had mingled with their sacrifice. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans before they suffered such things? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you would all likewise perish. For those 18 of whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think they were worse sinners than all other men? Who dwell in Jerusalem, I tell you no. But lest you repent, you will all likewise perish. And that even applies today. He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if not, after that you can cut it down. Then he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman with a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, who was bent over and couldn't in no way raised herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, 
you'll lose from your infirmities. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the rulers of the synagogue answered the indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath day lose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So not ought this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced with all the glorious things that were done by him. Then he said, What is this? What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed which a man took and put in his garden, and it grew and became a big, large tree, and a bird of air nestled in his branches. And again he said to what shall I liken the king of God? It is like leaving which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leaving. And he went through the cities and villages teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Y'all gotta listen what he said to him. Try to enter through the narrow gate. For many I say to you will seek to enter and will not be able. Which one of the which one the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at that door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. He will answer and say to you, I do not know you where you are from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you. Where you are from, depart from me, and all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and yourself thrust out. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> Going to heaven and the Lord don't even know you. See, they'll be weeping and gnashing the teeth, meaning people will be mad to know that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all these other kings and these prophets are in the kingdom of God and yourself being thrown out. See, I don't want this to be me. So I work harder to serve the true and living God. And I woke up this morning just for a period to tell you that life is bitter, life is harsh, but you have to follow the word of Jesus. He said there will be trials and tribulations. You know what? But during trials and tribulations, most people, they fall on their knees and they no longer know what to do. See, when I fall on my knees, I know that I'm praying to the Lord. And I don't even have to be loud. I can be silent. And I guarantee you, 
the Lord will heal. Not only will he heal, he will hear my cry. So, I want you to know that no matter what you do in life, we all have seen and come short of the glory of God. So, you know what we have to do when we fall down? We have to be willing to get up and not lightly. Some people like to lie and they mess and they filth. Listen, you can't keep on lying. You cannot hold fire. Nothing within you is righteous until you have given your life to the Lord. And your mind will be reprobate. Meaning it will be different. Your heart will be more pure. You got to allow the Lord to regulate your mind, regulate your heart, because he's a mind and a heart regulator. And I don't know what you come to do, but I want you to wake up this morning and feel the presence of God for what he did to us is simply a gift. And we have done nothing to deserve this gift. I want to know whose side are you leaning on? I know, about, I don't know whose side you're leaning on, but I know I'm leaning on the Lord's side. I am asking him to make me better than I was yesterday. If I sin, I ask the Lord to forgive me, and I move on. If I have a bad day, I ask the Lord to forgive me. When I cry the Lord, he wipes my tears away. You got to say what the Bible says. It says, weeping and do it for a season, but joy, it cometh in the morning. And I'm so glad that the Lord has lifted me. And I want to be ready. And I want you to be ready when Jesus comes. Quit all this stuff, man. Y'all know what it is that the Lord have it for you to do. He said, you must get your house in order. Don't let the master catch you with your work undone. That means with your family, you have to get your house in order. You know what I'm saying? Because we are lost. And we have to step up to these challenges of the world. You can't stay drunk. You can't stay smoking dope forever. You can't keep popping these needles. You've done it over a lifetime. And then, you know, there's one man that I know that said, don't let me die. I don't want to die. I'm scared. But I told the man before about touching people's possessions. I told the man about God is not pleased what he's doing because he's been here too long. And any man that keep on tempting death, when you're putting a needle in your arm, you're tempting death every day. And it says in my Bible, be careful looking down at the abyss. The more you keep doing these drugs, and the more higher you get, you're closer. You're closer to a close and early death. I'm not saying don't do drugs. I'm saying the things that you used to do have to change. You can't stay a drunk forever. When Zion is calling you to a higher place of glory, it ain't no hold on, Lord. You have to go right now. And it is time that people read the Bible for themselves. It is time that people come together. It is time that people put down these guns and it is time that we stop hurting one another and bring in the sheep. Now, I know that's a tall order when there's a lot of dysfunctional people, but that's still our job. 
dysfunctional and all. God specializes so he gives us the power to see who he specializing on. See, he already chose us. It's time for us to accept the Lord. It is time for us to quit fighting the Lord. It is time for us to put these guns down and go to the altar, go to the church. See, people wonder what the church is for. The church is for you can talk directly to the Lord in peace and quietness in the corner of that room. And while you in quietness praying to the Lord, the Holy Spirit is moving within you. Hallelujah. So if the Holy Spirit is moving, that's what the Lord told you to do. Get your house in order. I mean, your body. Get yourself in order. Because if you can't even take care of your own body and your own presence, your own house, how are you going to pastor church? I thank you, people, for this podcast. And I know I spoke to you guys about turning myself in. Um, I got a lawyer who's supposed to be talking to me. It's not good going there without representation, so I'm going in there with the right representation. But I'm also going with God in this place. And if you think that I was yelling on the streets and the highways and byways, Emmanuel, Jesus, and me, when I get into that courtroom, when I get done with this case, it's Emmanuel, Jesus, and me. And you know what? There's a lot of more ways that we are filthy and we need to clean ourselves up. So if it take a little time out, period, clean yourself up and come out better than you did. Don't come out bitter. Don't come out sour. Come out praising God and being a good cheer. Hey, podcast listeners, I want y'all to tap in. And may the Lord watch between me and Z while we're absent one from another. I'll see y'all again. Peace out.